0: Teach them how to run, but once you connect with them on, I'm going to help you run pain free, and just give you the skills. So what I say now is, I'm going to teach you the skill, strength, and self care, kind of a balance. Mm, you've got to have, have the skill. And if you think about it, like especially as a mom, or you know, and of course even with CrossFit, but to be able to connect with someone and say, look, just like when you pick up your kid, we know there's a right way to do it. We don't always do it, but we know we should. Right. So then, when you start to realize there's a right way to run, it's So like freeing, because then it's not like I'm this tight hip. So many people are like, I have bad knees, I have tight hips. And then that becomes their definition of why they don't run. And you're like, no, no, no. It's just because you don't know how.
1: Welcome to the Run Lift Mom Podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting, and momming, not necessarily in that order. Today, we're going to be heavily focused in the running area because I've got the gold standard running coach, Valerie Hunt. Valerie's been a strength and conditioning coach for over 25 years, specializing for running in 18 of those 25 years. She has coached all ages and abilities, including yours truly. Valerie was the head coach at my CrossFit Endurance seminar, and she teaches people the skill of running, how to run, using Poe's method. This was a chicken list guest for me, i.e., when I first started Run Lift Mom in February of 2019, I made a list of people I wanted to interview. Valerie was on that list and it is really surreal to be saying to you without further ado Valerie Hunt All Right I've got Valerie Hunt of Run RX Valerie like real talk you were on my chicken list of podcast guests I'm not even kidding when I started this podcast I thought who would the best guest be for the Run Lift Mom audience and you were on that list and here you are on the Run Lift Mom podcast thank you Well, thank you. I'm really excited to be here. We are going to talk today about running pain-free, specifically to the moms out there that maybe have run prior to kids, are trying to juggle running with kids, or maybe want to get into it. All right.
0: Well, that is what I do. And so (laughs) I'll give you just a quick little background that I was not, uh, my background is not running And I started out, I've been strength training uh, for 30 years. I've been a fitness coach, group fitness, you name it, I've done it all. And when we started this running thing in the early 90s, uh, all of a sudden we were getting things I'd never heard of, like shin splints and plantar fasciitis and all of this. And so that led me to realize we must be doing something wrong. And I bought the shoes just like everybody else. I went and got running shoes. (laughs) Remember, this is like 1990 or so. And basically...
1: You're like, I've got my Air Maxes. Why am I getting injured?
0: (laughs) Well, and by the way, listen, people are still doing that. We still go (laughs) buy the shoes. We still hope that's what it is. And so one thing I just want to say up front is that I've been actually... Um helping people with running pain-free now. I've just hit my 22-year mark. And what's so exciting is that it still requires nothing but just you. Like, you don't have to go buy anything special for it. You just have to basically be willing to um, learn a new movement, if you will.
1: I love that. And, you know, a lot of folks don't teach the skill of running, right? You're like, oh, we've been running since we were knee high to a grasshopper. Let's just get out there and do it. Um, The way that I know you, Valerie, is people on this show have heard me talk about being a retired running coach. Um, (laughs) I am still retired, but when I was in that world earning credentials and certifications, you taught me how to run. Right. can you expand on that a little bit? Like, um, what what is the skill of running? Like, why in the world, if I've been running since I was three, do I need to learn how to run?
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, and here's what's interesting, by the way, is that remember, I just said my background's not in running. So I didn't run track and field or anything like that. So when I started having injured runners and as a trainer, I was certified in everything. I mean, you name it and I've done it and I've been certified in it. And I was expected to be certified, right? As my mm-hmm client, you would hope I'd have some idea of what I was telling you. So when I, (laughs) when I started getting into running, I looked for a running certification and I found one and it's called the pose method of running. And I became, it took me 10 years, but I became a level four master coach. And within that 10 years, we got adopted by a company called CrossFit and CrossFit uses pose method as their preferred running, which by the way, let me just give myself a little pump. We're also now the method used in the U.S. Army and the only method accredited for physical therapists. So it's amazing that something I've studied for as long as I've had and done as much as I've done with, most people have never heard of. And so like,
1: but there is like for the, for this listenership, right? There is a small group of people that know pose method and guys, Valerie studied with Dr. Romanov. If I know my history correctly, you read about pose in a book and then Dr. Romanov came to the States and you kind of attached yourself to him. I mean, and this was years ago. Yeah, 16 years ago. Well, (laughs) I
0: met him after he came to the States, but I had learned through the book and the video and I was already coaching. Like in my mind, I had it. And that's what a lot of people have a hard time getting is that what, and by the way, you don't need to like, I do a lot of free videos. If you don't already watch my site, because I would, we would teach people and then they would leave and forget everything we said. And which makes sense because again, we're also like, there's a stigma with it, right? I'm learning how to run. That sounds so strange. Like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't know how to run? And if you do, like I teach bootcamp classes and most people in boot camp, you'll say warm up two laps. Or in CrossFit, or any class you teach, the teacher will be like, "Go run a lap." In high school, and PE, in whatever age, no one ever says, "Hey guys, here's how." Yet mm-hmm. every other exercise we do is broken down so much, you know? Like it's yes. like if you don't pick your, if you don't pick something up right, like, "Hey guys, hey moms, we all have kids. We don't always pick them up right, but we should." If I see someone doing something wrong, I'll catch it. I'll try to correct them, especially as a coach but then we're like, go run.
1: <laughs> yeah. Blinders on. So we yeah. say run correctly. Can you, now we're on an audio format now. Yeah. So we are going to put your details below. That way folks can check out the guys immense and rich library that Valerie has created over the years. But can you talk to us mechanically about sure. what you mean as far as running correctly?
0: Okay. Well, this is the fun part. And then you'll want to go through, by the way, I have a free uh, online deal. So you can go through it and you'll have a lot of fun. Um, There is a running pose. The reason it's called pose method is that there's actually on the ground one pose. And in that one pose, if you would just stay there, get there and stay there, hold in balance for less than a 10th of a second, basically, and then allow gravity to move you forward. And then you pull your foot up from the ground. This is what's so cool. So you want to spend your time in the air. Running is actually when both feet are in the air. And I'm just going to detour for just a second because I teach running clinics a lot. And I always start with, hey guys, what is running? And most of the answers are like, running is my freedom. Running is my escape. Running is my love. Running is, you know, whatever this emotional connection is with running. And I say, okay, I've never run before, right? So you say to me, running is my freedom. <laughs> well, I don't know what that means. Or people say to me, or oh, running hurts. I get that a lot. Running hurts. Running is painful. Mm-hmm. So no one ever says to me what is running in fact in talking mechanics because we don't do that. When you say you had a good run, you like had a good run. You felt good. I mean, you're not really, <laughs> your, your emotions are high. You know what I mean? Or yeah. you can tell me something hurts, but very rarely does someone come to me unless they work out with me a lot and say, Hey, Valerie, you know what? I could feel the fall today. I really connected. My cadence was about 180. I could tell I was using muscle elasticity. It was amazing. <laughs> so this is the really cool thing because most of us think that running The is funny about- part
1: is we've got a lot of um, health, like health and wellness professionals that listen to this show. All the personal trainers are like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Or there's that other subset that are like, cadence. Are we talking about bike riding here? <laughs> Keep going.
0: Well, the thing that we don't talk about to be fair and honest is the gravity component. And that is the hardest part because by the way, and this is important, there's two sides to it. Cause one, I have to agree with it. Right now. Most people will say, yeah, of course we're all using gravity. Yes, but we don't talk about it. So then when I tell you to fall, it sounds crazy. We fall, but if you've got toddlers, why are they called toddlers? because they just pitch forward and go, right? And then a lot of times they will fall. Then they pop right back up and they keep going. There's no fear for them. We have a fear. Right. We've spent all of our lives not falling. So then when you guys run, you're pulling your shoulders back. You're reaching your feet. You're breaking. You're doing this constant breaking. But mentally, physically, you think this is running. Even though no one taught you that, that's still what's your perception. So we're changing your perception. And by the way, this is what's really, really cool is most especially moms I work with, women I work with, they've never really connected with what is running. Like what might feel good for you, Susie, that's really natural for someone else isn't. And when they actually feel that they can run, I mean, we have so many cry moments and I do a lot of online coaching and I'm crying. Not because it's like, you know, I'm sad for you. It's, it's the, that's the release guys. When you let go and you let gravity do more of the work and you've been shouldering everything like we're already moms we weigh our kids our family our husband everything wife whatever you got everything weighs you down when you let all that go and you run i'm telling you it's it's amazing
1: yeah it's funny sometimes the perception about running is that it's the punishment um and go to any crossfit gym in america it's on the whiteboard (laughs) you're gonna hear the moans and groans yeah because i love running i understand what you mean when you can achieve that feeling where it feels good. You're pain-free. You're connecting with nature. Um, Yeah, it is a (laughs) cry moment. It is.
0: Yeah. And you don't need anything. I tell people like, you know, especially when you're just getting into running, if you wouldn't wear the watch and you wouldn't use the feedback of mileage and you would really just connect with what does running feel like, Mm -hmm. it's also free. You got plenty of time to go get a watch and go measure all your mileage. All that's coming. I told people like, it's great if you've got a 26.2 sticker on your car. I want 26.2 years pain-free. That's what yes. I have, right? Hopefully. And I had everything. Jevity. I've had stress fractures, plantar fasciitis, shin splints, IT band. I've lived it all. And I'm like, you don't need to go through all that. I promise.
1: <laughs> so you mentioned like common mistakes that runners would make. You mentioned like the braking where we won't let ourselves fall and use gravity. What other mistakes do you see that... Like the way that you teach, the method you teach and help with. So
0: the the main thing, honestly, if you and if you're listening, is that people get stuck on where they're going to put their foot. So people always think that I'm telling you not to heel strike, and the the triangle of running, guys, it goes like this: you're in the running pose, your body falls forward, you pull your foot up, you are actually keeping up with your body. So you make a nice little wheel. And what happens is it's like a piston. You pull the foot up off the ground, gravity lands it. Gravity works with you like twice because it's helping you move whatever direction you're going. And then it also will land the foot for you. And it's incredible, but we get in our own way. Like imagine a sprinter, really good sprinter, not me, but like a real one. <laughs> and we'll say you Usain Bolt. So he can cover 100 meters in nine seconds, right? And think about that. And his cadence, guys, he's picking his foot up. His cadence is like 260, all right? The amount of muscle elasticity he's using is insane. Well, what's awesome is we all have that capability not to run at his pace, but to run like he's running where you utilize gravity, you develop muscle elasticity. So you're actually just falling forward and your foot pulls up. And it's already a natural response. Your hamstring kicks in. 99% of runners I work with have never used their hamstring in their run. They use their hip flexor, their quad, they extend their calves maybe. Mean they're not
1: like pulling. Like they're the not hamstring.
0: pulling. <laughs> they're either pushing or they're reaching or both. I okay. mean, it's just one or the other. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, if you think about it. If I don't know what the running pose is, then reaching to me is like, I'm going to get there. I'm going to extend my foot forward and I'll reach. But when you start to think about it, if my foot's ahead of me and my center of mass, my body weight is behind me, how can I then in fact move forward, right? I can't. Mm -hmm. You, You can only move forward where your body weight goes. And so as you start to work with your body weight, you start to realize, oh, I don't want to have three times my body weight ahead of my body. I want my foot to be under me which is half my body weight, but the in order to do that, guys, you have to let go of the ground. You have to let go of pushing into it, and you have to let go of reaching for it. And that, by the way, the fun part is um, to learn this. You use what's called skill drills. So instead of going out and me saying, "Hey, now go try this and go run three miles," no, no, no. I give you little bitty tips that you can add in your warm up, or you can add, you know, throughout your run if it doesn't feel right. And over time, it just develops. As how you run naturally.
1: I love that. I mean, the mechanics of this, I've got to imagine for some of the listeners, this is blowing their mind because maybe they grew up and on their cross country team back in the day, they were told stride out, stride out, stride out. That was the cue that they got. And what I hear you sure. describing is definitely different. <laughs> can you speak to the mindset when someone's hearing about this movement pattern or this concept for the first time?
0: Sure. And let me just say this, because I, I, I'm lucky that I actually get to work with a few cross-country teams. Um, there is a huge resistance against this. So I, I don't talk to football coaches. <laughs> I, live in Te- I live in Texas. Uh, but the reality is, is that there is a huge movement in movement, meaning when I first started in fitness, We just blindly did fitness. Like I taught step aerobics, for example. There was no other reason to do step other than just to burn some calories, right? So once you start to switch into sports and there's a skill behind it and you start to realize that I'm learning every other movement. I'm learning how to throw a ball. I'm learning how to swim. I'm learning how to do every other movement. Yet running gets ignored. And because- Are
1: you hearing that, guys? Running is a skill. It's not some afterthought how we always- we, we treat it like it's an afterthought or a punishment or just conditioning work. It's a skill.
0: Right. And think about it. Like, I've got my running shoes, so now I'm a runner. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mindset that we have to change. But you think about it. Like, if I'm the last kid in the class, right, and I'm running in the back, and, and my coach yells at me, run faster. You don't think that kid wants to run faster? And then you just start yelling random things. Pump your arms, reach your legs, because guys, that's what our eyes catch. So when I'm watching someone run, what we catch with our eyes is simply the movement of, we see legs and arms moving. So we think if I move my arms and legs faster, I will in fact move faster. You can't see the fall. So I'm telling you, most people are lucky. Like they've obviously, the, the guys that have the best skill, the ladies that have the best skill. They get to go further, but what do we see most often is injuries, and what's, um, unfortunately, what happens to the injured runner is they're told to rest or to cross-train instead of, hey, let's figure out why that injury happened, because there's not a standard yet. There's not an understood, an agreed, an agreement to a skill, if you will.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love So this is a movement that's still developing, but if you can subscribe to wanting to run for health and longevity and pain free, obviously you can get on the bus with Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> can you, you can. speak to Valerie since we are um, talking about the mechanics of running and I've got a lot of listeners that are maybe behind a stroller and I've got to imagine yes. that changes mechanics a little bit. Do you mind speaking to that?
0: Sure. In fact, I've got a really good uh, stroller video I did with someone, but here's the really cool part of running with a stroller is that it really helps you prevent reaching because the stroller is next to you. You can press your hips forward into the handlebars. And then I would even recommend using a metronome, setting it to 180 and trying to practice that little pull up, 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 up. Obviously you won't be able to fall as well. You've got a stroller. However, you can strengthen your ability to fall by using that, pressing the hips forward into the, uh, you know, the handles, and then your your feet are going to naturally pull up a little bit quicker. You're staying more connected, and you're, it's actually much better than trying to extend your arms way out, right, which is what a lot of us do, and then kick a stride. Try it. You're going to pull your feet up, try the metronome, up, up, up. You're pulling up, up, up on the beat. And then just press your hips forward and go with it. It's a lot of fun.
1: So what we're looking at as a handicap might actually be helpful. Um, do you still... you got to go
0: for the record again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you recommend like getting one of those like Casio clip-on metronomes, or is there an app that you recommend? There's phone? a free. Get the free Free!
0: App. <laughs> I know I'm turning into my dad as I get older, but I tell people, <laughs> think about all the stuff we already have to get. I'm always like the less gear, the better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it, it's just called metronome in yeah, the iTunes and a, store. Yes. Yeah. In
0: any metronome works, set it to a four, four count up, 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 up. You will start by the way, if you do this, um, that's how the brain works, right? Anyone that plays an instrument, they already use metronomes. They're already very familiar with this. So the metronome gets the mind to work with the body. So it gives it a, gives it a rhythm to follow. And it's much better than using music. I'm not telling you not to use music, but when you're just gonna try to um, run a little bit. And the really cool part, guys, uh, where people get lost is is this is the best part. You only have to pull enough to break contact with the ground. so the the smaller I can make my pull, the better for me. So that's really fun. As we get Minimum
1: around. effective dose. Let's work smart, not hard. I love <laughs> yeah. it. I love it. It is hard work though, to change our mindset. Do you yes. find folks who have been running like for years and years like me, like I'm knocking on 40. I've been doing it since middle school. Do you find someone like myself or someone like Mr. Runlift Mom who only runs for PT who is struggling a little bit more with learning these mechanics?
0: Well, definitely someone that's been running for a long time is going to have more set patterns, you know. Um, I love getting kids young (laughs) because I can get them and, you know, get them early. Uh, The the really neat thing, though, just like you said, if someone's willing to open their mind to the learning, and remember, um, I get a lot of runners that are coming at me injured, right? So they're, like, at the point where they're like, I've tried everything, I'm willing to try this. Because here's the really cool part is most people, once they start to integrate the correct movements like into their warm up or whatnot, they start to feel the benefits just in their run. Then it makes you want to continue practicing. You know, they don't have to, they don't, you don't have to just completely change everything right away. It's like anything else. Let your mind adapt to it and then let your body adapt to it and start to see for yourself, oh, this is feeling better. Then you'll agree with it. Then you'll want to practice more.
1: I I love this idea, you know, for someone that keeps some sort of log or something like that, just to write down guys some of the tangible benefits you're feeling. One to tenant if you've got a nagging injury. That way you can look back over and see your progress and you'll be encouraged Mm -hmm. to continue to do those skill drills. Right. I love that. And you
0: know, and you have to you have to be you know tell people like A lot of times, you know, especially, well, you remember this at the CFE seminar, when I used to go into CrossFit boxes or Army, you know, I did a Lackland Air Force Base, 50 guys, and I'm like, all right, we're going to start hopping. Well, the first thing is they feel really goofy, right? (laughs) So you have to get over that because running is using elasticity, and the only way to develop elasticity is to hop. So jumping rope and skips and all of that are so good for you. We need to make that like, yes, yes. Maybe you feel silly, but so what?
1: (laughs) Like we tell middle schoolers, you got to drop that cool card. Don't worry about how cool you look. Throw it away and and be willing to open your mind. Speaking of middle schoolers, is your daughter Megan in middle school?
0: She's in seventh grade.
1: Seventh grade. Wow. Can you speak to um, (laughs) just influence on the next generation in terms of healthy behaviors? Obviously, you're an inspiration through running. Can you talk about that a little bit? So with the kids? Yeah.
0: Well, I'd say this because, you know, you think as a healthy parent that your child is just going to naturally want to do what you do. And they do not. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm like every other parent. Like, we have to make activities as part of something we do together as a family. And I'm like you. I work out at home. So my garage is my workout space. And so she's grown up with that all her life. So twice a week she has to work out with mom. And it's not running. I don't make my daughter run. And she wants to run great, but otherwise I try to make it really more fun than that. And that's the thing, make, fit, make fitness fun. And by the way, she can jump rope. She can do double unders. That's, you know, fun for us. So she stays awesome. elastic because, by the way, watch your kids, especially she's 12. Like <laughs> you watch, weight, you just wait. You ask your kid if you have a teen or preteen to get up to go do something. And it's just the age. I get it. But, I mean, it's like, oh. So, Mm. you know, and then they get into their athletic or their sport and they're going to do whatever their peers are doing. Like they'll work fine. But yeah, unfortunately at this day and age, if you're not pushing your kid to do something or encouraging play at home, it really has to be, but it's something you can all do together. So like a lot of times parents will bring me their injured child and I'll say, you need to do these drills with them because A, you'll benefit from them and they see you doing it. And again, I love that together thing. Even if you never run
1: together. You can drill together. (laughs) I love that though, but that's keeping our elastic and you're right. There's a lot of research out there that this generation, things like quadrupedal movement that we could do as kids, like they cannot do it anymore guys. And it ain't looking so good for PE as we move in public and private school systems. So it is what it is. I love your idea about um, not pushing them to do what you love to do, but you're having her do movements that will serve her no matter what she's into. Right. And I let
0: her her teach, like, she's really good at dancing and I cannot. So then I let her, like, teach me a move. Just then it's funny, right? Like, I can finally floss. It took me, like, a year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, while we're talking about videos, can we make a request? (laughs) All right, Valerie, we're going to wrap this up with some rapid fire. This is something that I do with every guest we have. It's just kind of fun. Um, Tell me first, what is your favorite book to gift to someone else? My favorite book to give to someone else. Oh my gosh. I don't give books.
0: <laughs> I'll say ready to run since uh, I'm a running coach.
1: I love it. I love it. And that is, um, run lift mom verified. That's an awesome, awesome book that every runner should own. So good stuff. <laughs> Tell me, uh, what is your, your favorite runner of all time or a runner that you look up to? Uh, well,
0: right now I'm having a lot of fun watching Elliot Kipoczki because he's going to try to break that sub too, but more than anything is he's trying to build community around the running. So I really like what he's doing.
1: I love that. So not yeah. just for the pure talent and yes, he could stand on that alone, but also the yes. community aspect. Funny I've, just enough, been
0: following, I've just been following that. Cool. <laughs> you,
1: you bring a very similar um, community aspect. Tell me, um, tell me a favorite race that you have run and why.
0: Okay, well, I will say my, one of my favorite races is, an, is in
1: Austin, Texas, and it's
0: called the Run for the Water, and it's a support race. So it's the same thing. It's like you're giving to the community, and it's all hills, and I love that distance. Like, I've, I've done a bunch of marathons, not as many as you, and then, you know, you find where your happy place is, and I really like a good 10-miler.
1: Love it. Love it. Valerie, thank you so much. Um, chicken list guests, you guys, if you ask big, sometimes they'll say yes. This <laughs> is a sample of it, But Valerie, I'm going to put your stuff below. Depending on the player someone is in, they'll either click details or they will swipe up from your player. So guys, I don't know where you're listening. Try one of the two and you're going to see a hyperlink rich show notes and you can check Valerie out. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that. I know my running nerds were loving that conversation and you guys, you can dig in even farther with Valerie. Depending on the player that you're in, you're either going to swipe up or click details. Valerie has a website called RunRx and you can get the benefits of a hands-on learning experience from her online. So she's got gait analysis, three, two, one, as well as training plans, all designed to help you reach running goals, whether you're a beginner, getting back into it or you are a hashtag mother runner you guys are going to love these programs again valerie is the gold standard check her out below and until i get into your earpiece again remember for while bodily training is of some value godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come that's from first timothy 4 8 and this has been the run lift mom podcast All right, I've got Katie Danger with Red H Nutrition. Katie, we know that good health starts in the gut. Can you tell me a little bit about adaptogenic symbiotic? Yeah, I'm gonna reiterate your point, Susie. Health starts in the gut, and that's why the adaptogenic symbiotic is so important. It's complete digestion support. We've got the three most abundant gut flora for the probiotic. So we've got six billion CFUs, colony forming units, We have a prebiotic fiber, which helps feed those probiotics so they can do the job they need to do. And then we also have invertase included, which helps with any bloating and gas and indigestion you may be experiencing. So so we've got this proactive approach and we've got the reactive approach. So if anybody's experiencing any gas, bloating, or just wants additional digestive support, the adaptogenic probiotic is the all-in-one solution for that. Thank you for listening to the Run Lift Mom podcast. This began as a passion project in February of 2019. I wanted to uplift other women in the areas of running, lifting, and motherhood. Here's what's happened. I've not only personally been uplifted, I have been blessed by the relationships with guests on this show, by the relationships with listeners of this show. Thank you so much for helping me continue this passion project. Here's how you can help even more, and it will take you less than 10 seconds, dear listener. I want you to rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. It really, really helps other people find the show, and it keeps my show sponsors happy. Guys, I'm thrilled to announce a new partner on Runlift Mom, and that is Audible. I've been an Audible member for over 10 years, and my favorite part, hands down, it's the gift of time. I use the free app to take notes as I'm doing my long run and I hear something fantastic and you are going to love it. If you want to try Audible free, visit audibletrial.com runliftmom. That's R-U-N-L-I-F-T-M-O-M. Again, for a free trial, visit audibletrial.com runliftmom.